We all can't help but wonder what adventures lie just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in the 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Along with Assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at at and for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girlbomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results. Made just for us. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip to the professional-grade blades, say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girlbomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level. With Conair Girlbomb, available at Walgreens. From grandmothers who whispered in their baby girl ear, to fathers on dimly lit street corners instructing young soldiers to always keep their eyes open. You be queen. You were fire. You were passed through centuries on the hands of your daughters. They called you wisdom. Proverbs, on the backs of diamond-eyed schoolchildren who grew into hymnals recited by amethyst-holding urban philosophers who recited neighborhood commandments out of the windows of restored El Camino chariots to keep the warmth in their blood. Be wise. Be smart. Be black opal, brown quartz, bloodstone, and prayer. Be every form of gem. See, king told scribe, scribe told son, Son told wife, wife told her daughter, and daughter told the ancestors, and the ancestors told me that you would come to give wisdom to thousands. They said you would come, dropping gems, dropping gems. Hey, welcome back. Another episode of the Dropping Gems podcast. I'm your host, Debbie Brown. Today's show is going to be a beautiful deep dive into the way that we experience our mental health and our emotional health in our physical bodies. Uh, Really excited for today's guest to talk about this because what I found on my journey is that it is incredibly important to begin a practice of somatic experiencing within any of the work we do. So whether we're doing work for our mental good, you know, that could mean that we're in cognitive therapy or we're really, which is like talk-based therapy where we're really beginning to understand how our lives have looked the way that they looked and what the mechanics and the functions of our experiences have created inside of us. But then there's also the energetic component, which is something that I feel so deeply passionate about on this leg of my journey and have found to be 
really the piece of the puzzle that takes you into an accelerated path that really brings you forward to do rapid fire healing and to accelerate your activation of your highest consciousness and your highest self. So within that, when we think about the understanding of somatic experiencing, and we'll get into this with our guests today, I'm so excited. This will be juicy. It's all about how do we retrain ourselves? So this is a part of the conversation that is happening now and happening ever so slowly in a bigger, bigger way um, than it ever has in human history. But it's about the effects of our ancestry, the effects of our lineage and the effects of our trauma in our lifetimes and how our body takes it on, how that trauma, how that pain, how those experiences can actually bury themselves in our cells and be this kind of unseen and unspoken layer that needs healing that oftentimes we just didn't know existed. So knowing about these depths and knowing about the way our bodies and our systems integrate our healing helps us to heal more fully, uh, I believe helps us to heal faster and helps us to heal in a way that really provides a finality to it. Though there's always a deepening that is available to us. There's always more available on our, on our journey in terms of our healing and um, our expansion. When we dive into some of these somatic practices, which is really integrating that mind-body-soul connection, uh, we have the beautiful opportunity to really close karmic cycles for good, for real, really end the patterns that we've outgrown and walk ourselves out of the mental and emotional loops that we often find ourselves in. And so, you know, that's, it's incredibly important to me in my journey. Um, I share this a little bit on Instagram, but if you haven't met me in person, you may not know this. I keep my energy pristine. My energy and my force field that is around me, my energetic force field is the highest priority in my healing. And it's a non-negotiable for me. So that means I only place myself in nourishing environments. I only give myself and give others access to me in nourishing conversations, which does not mean that the conversations have to go well or all about positivity and rainbows and puppies. You know, I'm, I'm deeply committed to shadow work and assisting others with shadow work. But my healthy boundaries are so secure. And so for me to stay as dialed in as I am to divine source and to my gifts and to my life's purpose, my life contains a lot of ritual in it, a lot of energy clearing every day. I take it very seriously. I start my day clearing my energy, doing manifestation exercises, visualization, my meditation, and I end my day, cannot end my day, no matter how tired I am or how long it was without cleansing my energy, clearing my energy and being in deep prayer. And so those have been really powerful tools along with the energy work that I do as a Reiki master and some of the systems that I've designed in my work that I do with myself and uh, a small group of others. It's made all the difference and it's really changed the trajectory of my healing and made it so robust and so juicy and so filling. And so on today's show, I'm really excited to bring to the show David McCuller, who I had the beautiful opportunity to connect with through our mutual friend Charlemagne, who a few years ago you know, said to me, wow, there's this mental health gym. You got to know about it. You got to see it. I visited it. And so I'm excited to dive in with David all about his company Inception and all about how we are really going to 
manifest and embody the fullness of our healing for the greater goods of ourselves and the highest good of all concerned. So today's guest, David McCuller, is joining the show, the founder and CEO of Inception, which is the world's first mental health gym. The story of Inception began in 2006 when David took the road less traveled and used brain training therapy, an alternative health modality that profoundly reduced symptoms from stress and traumatic events. David, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I was excited about coming on, so... I'm so hype. And I told, you know, I told the listeners when I got started, you know, I first got connected through your work through Charlemagne, Mm -hmm. who is such a, I mean, just such a huge mental health proponent, but especially in him speaking, I'll never forget. He called me and he was like, yo, I got to tell you about this place that I just went to. It was insane. (laughs) Have you heard of a mental health gym? Um, And it was so, you know, it's such a, this space that you occupy is so revolutionary because, and this is a conversation Shar and I have quite a bit, you know, I think a big chunk of the conversation that we miss that mm-hmm. isn't fully happening is around the reprogramming of our cells. It's around the reprogramming of our bodies mm-hmm. as we kind of dive into some of this deeper work. And, you know, a lot of the mental health conversation seems to really just kind of occupy space specifically up, up around Therapy and psychology, yes, up in the head, Mm -hmm. which is powerful, which Mm -hmm. is necessary. But true freedom, true self-sovereignty, true healing comes through the entire facet of the mind-body-soul connection. We Mm -hmm. have to embody it. And by embodying, it means what? We got to go in our bodies. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, you you, you said it very well. That's that's just what it is. Inception is really a gem about... Again, yes, you're going to be able to alter, you know, psychological things, but the issues are in the tissues of the body. And that, mm. and I wasn't the first person mm. to ever say that. That that has been said many times before in the in the field of traumatology and understanding as a human organism, the human organism is constantly being uh, affected by the stressors that we're up against in our environment. So inception really is just being able to move that energy out of the body. And then you can start that reprogramming process. Mm. So before I before I dive into like the really like deeply in the fiber questions that I have about this in your work, mm-hmm. what led you to this work? Because this is really um, it's such substantial pioneering work in this space. So how did you how did you find yourself here? And when did you first recognize that your path was really to be in service to the mental emotional freedom of others? Um, about 16. I was around 16 okay. years old. You I was, started early. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was in a church. And so when I go back, I have a notebook in my closet and, um, from when I was 16, 17, and I started reading it just the other day. And I had all these things about the mental illness and things of that nature from the spiritual standpoint of it. Right. Wow. Um, and so, but then I also experienced traumas from the very community that I was involved in, which was the, the mm. church. Um, mm. So that took me down my road and I, I started noticing um, I had anxiety. I was experiencing anxiety, but I was into the self-help. I, I listened to the Anthony Robbins. I mean, that took me down the rabbit hole of Wayne Dyer and Deepak Chopra. And that really expanded my mind. I, I got into the Eckhart Tolle's and understanding the power of now. But, yeah. I'm, but I'm starting to have anxiety and panic attacks. 
right? But which was weird for me because I'm like, no, I'm I'm the self-help guru. I, I know all of these things, but yet my body is still responding in a way that's different from what I believe I should be experiencing based on what I've read. So that took yeah. me down my journey um, of just um, my background is in information technology and computer uh, science. So really, I just gravitate. If you look at Inception, it's all technology driven. So yeah. I started using certain technologies early, early in the 2000s. Um, but those technologies was more like buy it over the counter. And they weren't they weren't as effective um, as some of the things that we have right now. But so basically to answer the question, it was just really my own journey of one being in the field of helps already wanting to dive deeper and understanding what is what is it that's really happening to us? What's really blo- blocking us from blooming and being our, our greater versions of ourselves? And mm. I had to go on that journey for myself to find out what it was. And that's that's where I am today. Just that 14 year wow. journey of of doing 60 different healing alternative modalities just in overcoming my own issues. Mm. How was it holding um, this kind of space in like a 2006 where conversations like this specifically within the BIPOC community are just at the beginnings on a mass level? You know, I mean, there's always been awakened people, praise God. There's always been, you know, communities of healing, but collectively for like the mainstream um use it it hasn't until recently you know on a mainstream level now is the moment and maybe in the last year you know i even think just in starting my business um in the last five years when i started everyone thought you know i mean i I had to field so many different questions about what i represented um because of the way they made some people feel um, some offense as related to their belief systems or their family structures. So what was that journey like trying to bring this healing to your community over the last 14 years when there is so much education that needs to take place around this work? Um, To be honest with you, I I had blinders on like, like I told Charlemagne told me, he said, man, you're like 20 years ahead. And I'm like, dude, we're like a hundred years behind. That that's that's how I felt about it. Like we're behind. I'm not ahead. We're, yeah. we're slowed down. So when me and my dad we first started our company, um, most of our clients were people who were seeking it out. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't I didn't market the same way I do now because there was no marketing in terms of Instagram and all the other social media channels. It was newspaper. It was radio. It was television, and we won't. We weren't on any of them. <laughs> All of us was word of mouth, and most of my clients, to be honest with you, they were ninety nine percent white women. They weren't mm. our people. When yeah. they, when I saw one black person come through the door, she's looking at me like, "What are you doing here?" And I'm looking at her like, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> <laughs> and so it comes to find out, I start talking to her more, and, and once I heard some of the stuff that she gravitated to in terms of we're going to talk about um, alternative thought process or even things like um, like the Deepak Chopra's and things of that nature. It made sense yeah. why she was there. Higher consciousness. Right. Yeah. So really, I just I just was like this. I only see I only see me working on my healing and the people who are coming in. But now. It's it's been amazing to see. You should see how many of our people are on our schedule on a day to day basis. Mm. And we're starting to wake up to the fact that, 
hey, hey, Dev, we got emotions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what that feeling has been this right. whole time. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's such a, I feel like, you know, this moment in time, it, it's so special. It's such a special moment. And for those that are like really deeply in, in kind of um, embedded in this energy world and whatever modalities mm-hmm. they use, you know, I believe that this moment is specifically in service to the advancement of the human race and the advancement of the ascension of our consciousness. Right. So it's such a, it's such a special time to heal being that collectively there's so much energy that is in support of that. It's kind of trippy you know? looking at it though. It's been kind of trippy for me because I, I read about it happening. I, I, mm. I know, but now that I see it happening, it's like, you know what? I was born for this exact moment. Yeah. And that's, that's yeah. trippy. Yeah. You know, I sit back and, and, and even my parents, they were born for this time for us to help humanity shift out of yeah. out of the state that we've been in. We've been so these shows like The Walking Dead, that's not about zombies how you think about it. That's that's us as human beings. We don't even mm. recognize that we're walking dead in terms of our emotions. Either we overfeel or we underfeel. But we don't have a congruency to be able to feel good and bad and be okay with it. It's like yeah. I just want to I don't want to feel anything. And that's how I was in the beginning when I started my journey. I was like I was doing our one of our services called brain training and, and having anxiety. I felt the anxiety dissipate. And I'm like, this is great, right? But the issues in the tissues, right? So whatever's on yeah. the inside needs to come up. So when the anxiety mm. started coming up, I'm running to go try to brain train more. Like, hey, no, this needs to stop. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to No, I, I th- thought I was supposed to get rid of anxiety. Why am I feeling more anxiety? Well, it's not that you're feeling more of it. You're just finally feeling it. That's already yes. present. Oh, that. Oh, my God. Let's sit here for a second. Um, I would love to share with you some recent experiences I've had, because I think that's a part of it that everyone has to create some grace for themselves for and a little bit of spaciousness to experience mm-hmm. because and I say this all the time on here and I, I really hope people remember this. The healing is not the rainbows and the puppies. The Mm. healing is not the, oh, I am love. I am this. All of that comes for sure. And the deepest truth of all of it is that we are all divine love, period, at the core of everything. But when we heal, there's also something that's called trauma purging or like a trauma flu. It's the experience of the deepening of the layers of healing. And sometimes it does feel like it's getting so much more difficult or more challenging before that dawn comes because you've you've removed so much of the toxins Mm -hmm. that now some of the deeper stuff is allowed to rise to the surface so it can be cleared, not rise to the surface. So you'll never get out of it, but rise to the surface so it can be cleared. And I remember I did this recently. I was, I was in a new space of some of the healing that I had to do, especially connected to the intergenerational part of my journey. Mm -hmm. And I remember I met, I met with a wonderful healer and we had worked together for about four days doing ritual around this. And on the last day I left session around 2 PM and I passed out and could not physically move Mm -hmm. until 10 AM the next day. Um, so forgive me, I'm not that great at fast math, but I don't know, maybe 20 hours or such. Mm. And, um, I couldn't move and I was just in the bed, like weeping, um, and clearing and, and kind of like 
like writhing in pain, you know? And mm-hmm. at one point I, I got really scared. I was like, maybe I need to go to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, right. Do I need do I need to write a letter to Quest? Like what's happening to me? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but by by the time that I came on the other side of it, not only was I restored to perfect health, but really the deepest parts were fully surrendered and let go. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that happens too. And that's a piece of it. And and sometimes it can block the healing because we think, right. oh no, maybe I unlocked too much. Now let me bury everything back again. And it's like, no, you got to keep going. Yeah. And I've been, I've been going through that through my whole journey. Just yesterday I was going through that because I was using mm. red light therapy and I was like, let me put this red light therapy on my stomach. And I already knew, I said, if this starts to kill any bacteria and stuff, man, I'm going to have a healing response. And sure enough, later, 20 minutes later, I'm on the phone with Liz. And I'm like, Liz, I'm nauseous. And she's like, maybe you need to, need to throw up. I said, you're right. I do. Bet. Let me go do that. I need to go do that. And my <laughs> body, my body is, it's not like you go and you do the, uh, like, it's my body, from doing the work for so long, I can feel when my body's like, you need to release. And so I can feel yeah. that holding going. And I just... I just surrender to it and it comes up. What is that that's coming up? Energy mm-hmm. cannot be created or destroyed, only transformed. So energy has to dissipate. We're a dissipative structure. And, you know, it's mm-hmm. emotional thermodynamics. So if if the, let's say the bacteria or the whatever that's in my gut, parasites that's dying off, what charge do they hold? They hold my charge. They hold my emotional yeah. frequency. So if they're dying off, they're gassing off, and if they're gassing mm-hmm. off, then I need to purge at this point. And we've seen it. If you go to go through every ancient culture, it may look slightly different, but it's all the same, right? Whether it's you're doing same. ayahuasca, whether you're doing psilocybin, whether you're doing all these psychedelics, whether you're doing any type of healing work, you're going to experience the upheaval. You can't pour new wine into old wineskins. It has to come out. So that's the process that you continually go through. And I'm going through this. It's the education. Like the the inception is just the experience. But for us on the back end, we have to build these systems to allow people to go through the process, integration, and then continue to educate. But that's a whole journey. It's not like when you come out of the matrix, when you saw Neo come out of the matrix for the first time and he just threw up and he's like, oh, no, this is not real. And then he's like, "Okay, I'm good from there. (laughs) It's not like that. That's if we woke up fully, our bodies wouldn't be able to handle it. So you you do it in pieces. You know, Mm. it's chunks of it. So the healing process can feel, you know, I I posted today on Instagram. I said, you know, you can glamorize healing if you want, but this is not for the faint of heart. It it can make you that experience. Like you said, I want to call it a doctor, right? Because you think, because we're programmed about certain things of side effects, right? We think about pharmaceutical drugs and the side effects of those things. So when you come in and you do maybe some services at exception, you're like, oh, it's a side effect of of this. It's Mm. causing me to feel. No, it's not a side effect. It's like you said, it's what we call healing response. Yeah. It's just the body starting to move and to come more into alignment and the body has to let go. Yeah. Yeah. The body has to let go. And it's so funny how even on this side of the healing spectrum, the root understandings are always the same, whether it's in sacred ancient texts or whether it's through some of like the the more scientific metaphysical understandings. Mm -hmm. It's like surrender. We have to continually keep 
surrendering in all moments, you know, even to this healing process, mm-hmm. as you just, um, as you just described and explained, tell me about some of the, like specifically with inception, the first mental health gym, what is some of the equipment you use mm-hmm. and what are the healing benefits of working with these modalities? Okay. So let's talk about the first one, which is called brain training, AKA neurofeedback. So neurofeedback has like over 30 year history. And with the neurofeedback that we use, we place sensors on a scalp. So it's no, it's no electroshock therapy, even though wives will come in and ask for that for their husbands. Can you shock them a little bit? You know, like, like no, but nothing is going into the brain. So even though it's called brain training, it's just, it's allowing the brain to become self-aware. And how it does mm-hmm. that is, is, again, we place the sensors on the scalp. The sensors pick up the brainwave activity. You know, you have different subgroups of uh, brainwave activity from delta all the way up to gamma, and you have frequencies in between that. So it's picking all that information up and it's sending it back to the brain in real time through a pair of headphones, just like I have in my ear. And so when you're listening, you're actually in a zero gravity chair. You're listening to music. The music is not the thing. That's not the magic. The magic mm-hmm. is in when you start to hear a skip or power, pause or interrupt within the music. Because that skip, pause, or interrupt is representing when the brain is moving out of state of safety into a state of stress response. So the brain can see, hey, Deb, you're sitting in this zero-gravity chair. It's nice and relaxing, but you're going into stress response. You sure you mm. want to go there? The brain's like, you know, we're safe. We don't want to go there. It's the same way if you're driving on a freeway. And I was in L.A. I think you guys have this, too, with these little digits on the road that if you start to drift off, you hear these little bumps. like, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's information for you. That information is for you saying, hey, you're going off side of the road. It didn't force you back. It's just mm. information. And what do you do? Mm. You self-correct. You know, and, and, and quantum theory, whatever is observed changes, right? Mm. We have to observe our stuff in order to change. And that's how the brain training is working. Mm. It's a mirror for your brain to observe itself, to move you out of these three states or the main two states, fight, flight, freeze response that we're we're pretty much kind of stuck in. So when you move out of that, you move into what we call what's called um, based on um, Stephen Porgy's polyvagal theory is is the uh, ventral vagal system, which is um, more social engagement like what we're talking right now deep connection deep meaningful connection if you're stuck in sympathetic which is fight flight response or if you're stuck in dorsal vagal you're stuck in freeze response one has to do with mobilization get out of dodge fight the threat flee from the threat one has to do with hey i'm I'm helpless to threat shut down numb out prepare for death disassociate right Mm. so people in society are stuck in these patterns. So we need to move out of that pattern and come back into social engagement. You ever heard that verse, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do? Mm-hmm. Why? So in the beginning, when I first worked with the company called Brain State Technologies, I looked at over a thousand brain maps. And in those brain maps, we can see all the brain frequencies from left to right, front to back, and see the synchronization between the two. Do you know what pattern most people were in when they came in? Hmm. They were in one of the two fight, flight or freeze response. There was very rarely where I saw a person whose brain was not stuck in survival mode. So when you're stuck in survival mode, people don't understand your neocortex shut down. That's your, your decision making, you know, 
solving math problems is not what your brain is trying to do at that point. Digestion is not what your brain is trying to do at that point. Fight off virus and bacteria is not what your brain is trying to yeah. do at that point. Your brain is trying to use all its resources to, to, to survive. So we're stuck in survival mode. And that's what's causing us to lose our resources, our ability, to, again, to think, to process, to be connected, to connect with each other, to co-regulate. So neurofeedback is just, again, it's a giving your brain the awareness that you're not in social engagement. You're in these other patterns. Do you want to stay here? The brain makes that decision. So we don't push the brain. We don't pull anything. We, everything at inception only supports the systems because the only thing that ever truly healed you was you. Mm-hmm. We just need to support the systems yeah. of the body because the kingdom of heaven is within. All of it is made within us, right? So we need to support that system. So brain training is that first it's not the first uh, thing we do in our, so we do a, a circuit model where we do, we group three different technologies in a 90 minute time frame. But I want to just talk about brain training first, because that's like yeah. my first love and how I, how I started and how I really began to overcome the anxiety and the mm. panic attacks. So that's one. Then we have um, a magnetic therapy called the magnetsphere. And you start with that service actually. So magnetsphere has these two copper rings on each side of, um, it's like you're sitting in a, um, it's called a hemhost coil. It's like these two really big rings. They're about 11, they're not 11 feet tall, but they're about six, seven feet tall. They're pretty big. So what happens is it creates a, a, a unified magnetic field that's millions of times lower than the Earth's frequencies. So it really has a grounding effect to it. Um, Dr. Jerry Jacobson um, uh, basically was able to figure out the magnetic profiles of our ligaments, tissues, cells of our bodies so that we can begin resonating with it. It's molecular resonance therapy. So those frequencies mm-hmm. resonate with the bones, the ligaments, the tissues, bringing specific voltage to it. Um, again, too, is, is basically bringing the brain, just like brain training, out of the sympathetic to parasympathetic, rest and digest. Everything is about really calming down, relaxation. Yeah. You know, I think it's a Chinese proverb that said... Um, Stress is what you think you are. Relaxation is who you really are. Mm, that's so good. Like your natural state of being is to be relaxed only when there's threat. Right. Yeah. So, so the magnosphere brings you helps again. It doesn't bring you. I don't like to use that terminology because it's not doing it for you per se. It's just supporting Supporting, supporting the systems and the the body begins to shift itself. And so the third, third thing we do in that circuit is flotation therapy. Now, this is a lot of people that get freaked out about flotation therapy, a.k.a. sensory deprivation. I've spent probably about a thousand hours in the float tank in the last five years. So you have this, this, this tub that's nine by five. You have a thousand pounds of uh, magnesium sulfate, which is Epsom salt dissolved into a foot of water. 93.5 93.5 is the temperature, which is the surface of your skin. So you no light, no sound, and you float there effortlessly on the top of the water. And, you know, your brain now doesn't have stimulus to wrestle with. So if your brain doesn't have one of the biggest stimulus is that we don't even perceive is gravity. When's the last time you've been in a non-gravity environment? Like your mother's womb. That's, that's, that's back then. So when you so some places they call it rebirthing 
Because it feels mm. like you're in a tank and you're in a tank by yourself. There's no one in a room. It's closed door, private suite. You're naked in this tank for an hour. And when you come out, you're stepping out of this glass door like reborn. Like you're just coming out of your mother's womb for the first time. It's a digital detox. You're not dealing with the stressors. And then now the brain and the body has the opportunity to process everything. Mm. So that's the last thing in our circuit. And because two eighty percent of Americans are magnesium deficient. So magnesium, you do absorb it transdermally through the skin. So it's like a mineral bath. It's a floating meditative mineral bath is what the best way to can describe it. Ah, that's right up my alley. So so that's <laughs> that's one circuit and you would do that in a ninety minute time frame. You should okay. see the people coming in and coming out of there. I mean, read some of the things they're saying, like, I've never felt this relaxed in my life. Mm. It's because you have you haven't been in social engagement. You've been in survival mode. That's why you haven't felt that relaxed. Hold that thought. We are coming right back. Are you all about the NBA action? You gotta try Pick Six, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick Six credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick Six app and sign up with code TBE. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like, will they score more or less than 30 points or have more or less than eight assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code TBE. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code TBE. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Nissan has a car for everyone, and that means every driver who wants more. Whatever your more is, more freedom, more head-turning style, more exhilaration, Nissan has it. Get more exhilaration behind the wheel of the Nissan Z, the sports car built to deliver the most thrilling drive ever. Make more moves with the Nissan Rogue that can switch between power and fuel efficiency at the press of a pedal. If you're craving more adventures with your crew, try the Nissan Pathfinder, the vehicle with muscle to help you handle the journey. Want more of a rush with your drive? Zip around in the agile and stylish Nissan Sentra. And for the drive that's positively more electric, the Nissan Aria has the perfect combination of raw power and refined luxury. When you want more of what makes driving exciting, from sports cars and sedans to EVs, pickups, and crossovers, you can rely on Nissan. Because more is all we do. Get the endless excitement and more you've been looking for. Check out Nissan's amazing lineup. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. 2023 EPA fuel economy estimates. 30 city MPG. 37 highway MPG. 33 combined MPG for Rogue S and SV front-wheel drive. 28 city MPG. 35 highway MPG. 31 combined MPG for Rogue S and SV all-wheel drive. 29 city MPG. 36 highway MPG. 32 combined MPG for Rogue SL and platinum front-wheel drive. 28 city MPG. 34 highway MPG. 31 combined MPG for Rogue SL and Platinum all-wheel drive. Actual mileage may vary with driving conditions. Use for comparison only. And we're back on Dealing Together. 
where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 Plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. So what is a circuit like that? How does that manifest in the healing journey? Like what does that turn into? How how often does um, someone need to go? Like how, how would they begin to measure their growth after that? Or how does that then change the way that they are moving in the world or inside of themselves? Okay, so that's, let's think about 70 to 90% of doctor's visits are due to stress-related illnesses, yeah. right? So when we talk about being in survival mode and using all your resources, let's go down all the list of things that are stress-related illnesses from heart attacks, strokes, uh, insomnia, depression, anxiety. I mean, you can keep going. And we're talking about trauma, too. Trauma and stress, are they're really very similar. One is just moves you too fast, too soon, too sudden. Stress can yeah. be what we're dealing with with chronic stress. So sleep. My definition of success is being able to sleep at night, mm. to be able to wake rested, to be able to stay mm. sleep and wake rested. You think how many people over, I think the number is 60% of Americans suffer from sleep deprivation. I would say that number is even higher now through COVID. It's about safety. So when you can't sleep at night, you know what it's really saying? You mm. don't even feel safe in your own space. Mm. You don't, in your yeah. own space, I don't mean your house. I mean your yeah, house. Your- body your yes. soul's house yeah. your house you don't feel safe there so mm-hmm. one of the biggest manifestations that that the services have for people is they slept well you know and then that starts i've been sleeping well you know i'm getting reports people say i, I felt like this for two weeks straight and i'm like yeah like because your body your system is now beginning to regulate so yeah. one circuit a lot of people they come in they do one circuit but it's a gym. It's the same thought process. Yes. People yeah, ask, how, how, how often do you do your stuff? I'm like, I'm always in the process. I'm never yes. not doing my stuff. Like, you, you, you know, use it or lose it type of thing, right? Um, you go to the gym, you, you, you put the muscles up against stimulus because you're trying to stress out the muscles of the body so the muscles can adapt and come back and you can do better next time. Well, what happens when you have so much stress? stimulus and stress wrapped up in the body well when you come like i said earlier you didn't just release it all at once there's levels and layers to this thing no matter new modalities that i do if it's brand new and my system has never experienced it best believe it's gonna bring up something leave no stone stone unturned yeah (laughs) 
I love that. You know, was, there was an interesting article um, that was in the cut this week that was actually related to the way that our bodies are experiencing stress right now in the global pandemic. And mm-hmm. so it was speaking to, for instance, you know how when a president takes office, they have the photo that they take on their first day and the mm. photo that they take yeah, on their last day. Obama. Yeah, <laughs> so, <gray hairs. laughs> yeah, and it's really interesting mm-hmm. because, you know, um, for those listening, if you haven't seen this picture, look it up. It's it's really interesting because it shows our forever president, Barack Obama, mm-hmm. on the first day. And on the last day, he, you know, only eight years had passed, which actually isn't that long of a time. But physically, you see the manifestation of that level of stress, the level of stress of running a country for eight years. And that manifested in him as, you know, some more wrinkles, a little bit of change in the elasticity of his skin, lots of gray hair, different texture, different color. Mm-hmm. And so that also happens to each of us. And so, you know, something that I, that I say about myself, I'm like, thank you, God, that I don't look like what I've been through. Because if mm. I did... <laughs> You, everyone would be shocked and horrified, I'm sure. Um, but that, that shows to the work that you've done, you know? Same yes. thing for me. I don't look the same way as I, I mean, if I look at a picture, I, I don't even want to look at that picture of how I was in 2006. I was, yeah. I was depleted, you know? Yeah. I, my, I, fe- I felt like my body failed me at that point, you know, because I was having yeah. full-blown vomiting panic attacks. So, and to be there, I was living in South Florida. I had to move back home to Detroit, which is a huge difference if you don't know in terms of weather and culture and things of that nature. So if you think about, I tell people, your brain can't tell the difference between what's real and what's fake. So the more that, the more that you see, like mental health is not just psychological. Mental health is everything you hear, everything you see, everything you, you, you eat, everything you you smell, right? It's all of yes. it. It's the systems having to use the resources to fight threat. So we yeah, did. And our healing journey is, it's a, it's a melting of all of the all things. Of it. It's really about finding our personal recipe to be our best selves, but it has to center in that mental, physical, and emotional component. We mm-hmm. can't do one and bypass the others. Right. They all work in harmony together for the freedom of each of us um, and our traumas and our replenishment. Yeah. Right. I had, we had did, a, um, Vice had did a feature on me and Inception, right? And they released it. And they, when they released it, I went to YouTube and I started reading the comments. And some of the comments, I just sat there and I just was reading it and it just, it opened my eyes to certain rabbit holes. If you go down this rabbit hole and you stay down this rabbit hole, this will destroy you. Yeah. Which is reading the comments and internalizing Mm. them. But I Mm. said to myself, but I need, I need to, I need to, to go down here for a moment to a lot so I can know what what that feels like. And then you think about people who, and you're someone who's in the limelight. You know, I consider you like our our new Oprah, you know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. Yeah, based on, you know, the things that you're doing and bringing to light. In the, and if you look at Oprah with the Eckhart Tolle's and the Wayne Dyer, she yeah. brought these people to the forefront, right? Yeah. And everybody who was Christian, whatever, you know, that looked weird. And they, and yeah. you know, they would, yeah. and if she read, and if she internalized all of that, she would not be where she is now. Mm. So you have to go. And I had to go look at that darkness and sit there for mm. a moment and be like, okay, I can see how this can end up if you go down that rabbit hole. 
Yeah. And so from there, I said, I'm going to give myself one time and that's it. <laughs> well, and it's like, and one, I just have to say thank you so much for that beautiful reflection. And I receive, and you know, I'm, I'm a big believer that Oprah walked so all of us could run. Like mm-hmm. she gave each one of us permission to occupy space in our authenticity in a way that had never, at least in my lifetime, been done that I had ever seen. Absolutely. Um, but it's like, you know, with those rabbit holes, I, I kind of see it as a twofold. It's like... So I'm a big believer in not allowing myself to be led in either direction too strongly. Mm -hmm. So something that, and it might be to the bane of other people's uh, interactions with me, but I really stay out of my DMs a lot. And I'm so grateful for the incredible messages that I get. But I don't want to get too... You don't want to believe not misdirected. Yes. So Mm -hmm. it it takes me away from the work and I love the reflections people share with me. But if Mm -hmm. I, if I give too much time to reading the praise and the criticism, it just warps my own understanding of the work that I do. And so I I want to try to stay really pure in that. Mm -hmm. Um, But let me just say really quick, anybody that sends me DMS, I'm so grateful. And to know anything resonates with you in any way is also a deeper reflection of your own beauty and your own work and your own joy right. and healing. Um, but it is, it is helpful on those rabbit holes, David, right? To see the experience of where the barriers are. Mm-hmm. You know, when I, when I first started doing this work and I first started teaching meditation when I was still in my other career, I would get hit with a lot of people demanding, um, deep explanations of what my belief system is Mm. and how this makes sense with Christianity. And I'm not available for that. That's, that's not the role that I play. It's not to try to talk you into exactly understanding my process or to get you to validate me. Mm. I'm going to stay on this path. It's really just in service to sharing information Mm -hmm. and you take what fits and you leave what doesn't. But it was so fascinating, and that really began my journey to understanding the depths of the family enmeshments, the depths of how so often our rigid belief systems or mm-hmm. only half use and half application right. of these belief systems keep us from our own healing, keep us from our own love, keep us from our own joy. And so I imagine when you were kind of going in those comments like you're seeing also, you know, gosh, there, there's a lot of wounding. Yeah. There's a lot of specific patterns to how people allow themselves to stay in their story mm-hmm. or to stay in their pain. Right. And so I do see a lot of use in a lot of ways that that can, um, that can help us serve. I would love to know from you on your website, I love this term that you use, emotional obesity. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Well, again, it's go, it goes back to that that thought process, that emotional thermodynamics. If you're all emotion is supposed to be expressed. And one time I was in the float tank and um, I was doing 30 days of floating and I had this 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 thought come to me and it said that unexpressed gratitude turns into grief. And so I, mm. I, I took that and I got out of the tank and I was just sobbing. First of all, in the tank, I was weeping. And I got out of the mm. tank. I, I I messaged certain people that I that I felt grateful for, but I've never expressed that to them. And so when they when they're gone, what happens? Now I'm grieving that I never been able to express my gratitude for them. So that emotion that even if it's happiness or sadness, it needs to be felt and it needs to be yeah. expressed. You know, and when it's not expressed, guess what happens? It starts to accumulate. 
And then that you start to build what? Just like you build fat on our bodies, we feel we build emotional fat. And for a lot of people, it's manifested through physical fat as well. It's the body we're trying to we're trying to protect ourselves. You know, that's that's just a manifestation of of the mind and the body. Like our body is very um, wise in how it creates these survival mechanisms and these survival patterns. Mm. Like we like to think that things like ADD or whatever diagnosis is, is our body failing us, but it's really our body just adapting to the environment saying, look, mm. I can't, I can't deal with this in this way. So I have to rewire and go about this way of doing it. It's all about protection. So that's what our most emotional obesity is. It's just us holding on. And now you look at shows that got hoarders and things of that nature. That's just nothing but a manifestation of what's happening on the inside. The trauma. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. Well, tell everybody how can they visit Inception and how can people connect and engage with all the amazing work that you're doing in the world? So you can visit us on the on our website, InceptionEPEchopaw.com. So InceptionEP.com. Um, I do a lot of, you know, education on my Instagram page at Mr. David McCuller. And those are the two main ways that you can reach us. Yeah, definitely, definitely check out this work. I would love to share... Um, we do at the end of every episode something I like to call soul work. And I would love if you could share with the community um, a little bit of homework that they can take home with them. And that can be maybe a journal prompt or that can be, you know, just a thought to kind of savor for the day. But mm. an offering from um, from the beautiful work that you do and the powerful work that you do. Okay. I, 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 got, I got a couple. But so one understand that we were never supposed to be disconnected from the earth, meaning our mm. bare feet off the earth. And currently we're working with uh, Clint Ober who rediscovered earthing and done over 26 peer review studies to validate that once our feet touch the barefoot of the earth, that we pick up the free electrons of it and inflammation that's in our body is dissipated. Mm. So the best thing that everybody can do, it doesn't even cost you money. Go place your feet barefoot on the earth and realize that it's not about how long should I be on the earth. It's you were never supposed to be off of it. So 24 mm. hours is really the thing. We have to connect back to the very thing that we're disconnected from ourselves, one. But once we connect back to the earth, that gives us more resources to connect back within. So that's one of the biggest things that you can do. And two is to understand that Cease without praying or pray without ceasing, right? You're, people think about prayer as a, as a mold, like let me go sit in a corner and do this. But we have to understand that we're in a constant state of praying through our, our electromagnetic frequencies that we give off. Um, it's, it's our thought life. It's our, what's, on, what's on the inside that's stored there that's constantly sending out a signal that we're constantly receiving back as well. We're just mirroring mm -hmm. out. We get back what we put out, right? So you have to have that level of awareness of what am I sending out? What am I constantly praying about? And what am I yeah. constantly receiving? So those two things, one, connect back to the earth, which will allow you to connect back to yourself and have the level of awareness of what you're putting out. 
I love that. So, so fam listening, soul homework, pop your shoes off. I want you to go outside and I want you to just allow your feet to feel and get reacquainted with the earth very purposefully and close your eyes while you're doing it and just explore and see what you feel. Notice if there's anything that is sparking or shifting or coming up in your body and it doesn't have to be ground, you know, grand. I'm not saying that you're going to start levitating and Mm -hmm. flying through the air, but what are, what are the small noticings? Because a huge piece of the healing journey that we have been speaking to in this whole show, it's, it's really about feeling safe inside of our bodies mm. and really for so many understanding what it actually feels like to experience yourself from the inside. You experiencing yourself from the inside. What you just suggested is like literally I live barefoot, mm. um, especially especially during this pandemic. Um, I walk obviously through my house barefoot, um, but in my backyard, in my front yard, unless I'm leaving the house, mm-hmm. my feet are always bare. I am always trying to ground. Um, and then I've, I've even turned it into a little ritual before bed, David, where I love to um, wash my feet and just allow myself to like wash my own feet. I wash mm-hmm. my son's feet before he goes to bed every night as we do our prayers. And that's part of like the ritual we're building to feel grounded, connected to our right. bodies, but also treating what you referenced earlier, treating our soul's home with the dignity right. and the love it deserves. It's the only place that we live. And I think that we've we've mm. missed that fact. Like the, the mm. movie was The Wizard of Oz and for our people, The, the Wiz, if you've ever saw yeah. that movie, there's no place like home and home was always on the inside of you. It's never outside mm. of you. So no matter where you go, you always take you there with yourself. So you it doesn't matter if you're in a place of, you know, a place that looks like heaven. If you don't feel heaven here, then you won't feel heaven there either. You better say it. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. David, I'm so grateful for who you are in the world. Thank you for your work. Thank you for joining this show. Thank you for expanding our minds and expanding what's possible for each of us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Hey, find me on social. Let's connect. At Debbie Brown. That's Twitter and Instagram. Or go to my website, DebbieBrown.com. And if you're listening to this show on Apple Podcasts, please, please, please don't forget to rate review and subscribe and send this episode to a friend dropping gems is a production of iHeartRadio and the black effect network it's produced by tribble and me debbie brown for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows
Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But But nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.